If you're gonna fuck a sheep, make sure it's of legal age at the very least. Wrong. Wrong. Totally fucking wrong. 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 That's disgusting. Wrong. That's wrong. Wrong. You guys are like total fucking idiots. The wrong guys. Uh, that's going to make sense later when Raimi cuts something out of this episode and puts it before the song. Mm. And then it'll be, it'll be us laughing as we come out of the song, as if we just oh, heard. Yeah. You know what's yeah. funny is we're laughing at, well, I didn't laugh, but you did. You laughed at something that hasn't even happened yet. That's right. Time travel. It, we're all over it, It's time buddy. travel. Yeah. It's time travel. I just realized yeah. I have to pull my mic away from myself a little bit. I'm like fucking spiking, bro. Spiking. Turn you know it down, will you? You know how I'm... I get. That's inappropriate. <laughs> I'm doing the intros this week. I've wait, decided. Wait. Should I do the names? Oh, you have names? I'm doing the names. Okay. That's what I decided. I'm doing the names. I'm... Wait, how did I want to do this? Um, wow. How do you, you usually do the last name, right? You say Alex and then the, the thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes more sense. Um, which one do I want to be, though? <laughs> hmm. Doesn't matter. I'm Marty Jonas. He's Alex Jonas. And behind the boards, we have what's the third guy's name? Doesn't Jonas. matter. Ramey also Jonas. Jonas. Also Jonas. We are, and we are the wrong guys, the Jonas Brothers. I thought I was falling asleep last week, and it came to me as I was passing out, and I wrote it down as a note in my phone. I thought it'd be really funny to just be the Jonas, the Jonas Brothers, the Jonas Brothers for for no reason whatsoever. What is the third guy's name though? Nick, Joe, and what's the third guy? Um, Peter, Paul, Bob, forgettable. Yeah, he's not, clearly not memorable at all. Um, um, yeah, how is everyone doing? Good, good. Now I'm. I'm just, sorry. I have to look up the Jonas Brothers' names. Mm-hmm. It's gonna bother me. Nick, uh, Joe, Andy, and Phil. I'm gonna go with Peter. It Peter. doesn't matter. Um, while you do that, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to um, Kevin. Kevin, damn it. Yeah. Damn you, Kevin. I'm shaking my fist at him right now. I, sorry, I just need to fucking fix this goddamn spiking. Okay, there we go. That's better. Don't apologize. Just don't do it again. Um, yeah, right. quick shout out to our German listeners. I don't know if I'll call them fans. We'll call them listeners. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. Um, Anton and Tuna. Tuna. Uh, straight from Germany. Tuna is, of course, your cousin. Yeah. Uh, they visited us last, was it last summer in British Columbia? No, it was Columbia? in the winter. It was over the winter. Or, uh, it was, that's right. Yeah. Um, funny story about Tuna He went broke his wrist here Snowboarding for the very first time Yeah he was really he, good And then he broke his wrist And then he broke his wrist And then he sat in our living room And played video games With a broken wrist The rest he, of the week That he was here No sorry More specifically He fought over the video game controller With a yes, grown man With a grown man week It was so funny <laughs> um, Anyway shout out to him And his friend Anton uh, yeah. Anton sent me a message On our Instagram um, Saying that he, your cousin had shown him the podcast and they've binged all the episodes in the last couple of weeks Dope. and that they love the podcast. He says to please keep recording. Our German fans need more content. So I guess they are. They said that they were fans. It wasn't me saying that. Self-proclaimed fans. Yeah. Um, he also mentioned that he had a couple of would you rathers that he wanted us to do for him. Okay, let's put of, those on the back them. burner because I really want to do some would you rathers today. Or do you want to do them right now? We can do them right now. Get them out of the way real quick because I'm right. going to forget later. Um, okay, the first one. I had a glance at these earlier, and I don't really remember what they are, so I'm kind of going into it fresh. Going, going into the, the fresh when the road you rather. Um, would you rather sleep with a? He's German, so I got to decipher what he's. I think he's a little bit. Um, it's a little bit all over the place. I'll read it the way he wrote it to me. <laughs> would you rather sleep with a man slash woman upper half fish, bottom half human? Right or bottom half fish, upper half human. What Do you get that? What the hell is even that? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I see what he's saying. Like uh, mermaid or reverse mermaid. Man, what upper half fish, bottom half. Oh, I get it. Okay, so upper half fish, bottom half man or woman, human, obviously, or bottom half fish, upper half human. I'm I'm totally going reverse mermaid. It's like that. That's the most practical thing to fuck, right? It's like what do you. What is are you it having though? sex with if it's the bottom of a fish? I don't know. I'm assuming there's a f- fish. Dude, there's fish pussy out there for sure. Fish and bussy. fish asshole. Have you ever seen one? Yeah, man. Fish. When you go fishing, you got a fish to eat it. <clears throat> you go. You start at the pussy, <laughs> or the at is, is really it's an asshole. It's and, an asshole. Yeah. So, yeah. so I would do that because the then you can at, you can at least make out with a human top. I don't want to make a, out with a fish. 
And then you fuck it in the cloaca or whatever the fish equivalent to a cloaca is. I cloaca, guess, yeah. sorry. I get, I get, I use the word cloaca a lot in my life. The fish. And I always, I always say cloaca, and I get, re- I, I get reprimanded. You get a nice trout, bussy. <laughs> I'm going the other way. I'm going That's reverse. That's the way I'm going. Okay, so that was I'm the first one. I'm going to make out with the fish's face um, and Anton fuck human and genitals. Anton and Tuna, let us know what you would like to do. And then the second one is, would you rather fuck a sheep and nobody knows, or don't fuck a sheep, but everyone thinks that you did? Mm, I think I'd rather not fuck a sheep and have everybody believe that I did. Everyone think that you did? Because at or? least in my heart, I would know. Your heart, and then you could always move, just move to a different town and start over and fuck a sheep there because then no like fucking a sheep is yeah that's a whole other ugh, yeah no you've, you've crossed I, a line you've crossed a threshold there yeah my yeah, reputation is too important so I'll, there's no <laughs> I'll fuck the there's sheep. no coming back from fucking a sheep then you become the sheep fucker and then but only you you know i don't know it's a lot it's a lot to to deal with it's a lot to process yeah i'll fuck the sheep but if you're a sheep fucker like at that point you surely you don't care what anyone thinks anyway uh, i mean you know yeah you i you're you're in a segment of the population that um like your your priorities are completely out of order to the point where like if you're doing that to a sheep then you don't you know it doesn't matter what people think of you or don't think of you cuz you're fucking animals and you're part of the uh was it the dregs of society? I, I, we should say here, um, I, don't, I don't think, I think it's pretty clear we don't condone sheep fucking. Yes, no. <laughs> don't, don't go out and try it. This is for entertainment if, purposes only. If you're going to fuck a sheep, make sure it's of legal age at the very least. Yeah, check And the somewhat idea. looks consenting. I'm, yeah. I don't know what sheep consent looks like. And but make, I'm sure assuming, it get, yeah, make sure it gets home safe and all that. Maybe give um, it some Uber fare. I don't know. Yeah. Just be I don't know the, about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the 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 uh, yeah. the particulars of of mm. you know sheep fucking, but yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't do it. Um, yeah. So anyway, I hope that answers your question, Anton. I hope you are satisfied with those answers. Um, send us more if you think of any more. Um, yeah. This past week, in the news, is anything noteworthy happened that you can think of? I only um, have a couple of things. I've I, jotted, I know what you want to talk here. about. I know you want to talk about Kanye. Well, I don't even want to talk about it. I just want to mention it really quick because we did talk about it briefly last week. I don't know if you've heard any follow-up on the firestorm that that I whole thing it. caused. I saw the clip where he's like, I can say anti-Semitic shit and Adidas yeah. can't fire me. And then Adidas that's fired the one, him. That's the one that's kind of doing the rounds because Adidas finally let him go, I think, yesterday or something. Which I think officially knocks him down from billionaire status like i think losing that deal means he's no longer a billionaire <laughs> poor guy yeah crazy right i but all the basically all the companies that he is affiliated with or was affiliated with have all sort of cut ties with him so he had like a i think a marketing agency he had like a sports agent or sports athlete agency where he was representing certain athletes um i know gap was doing a collaboration with him they've obviously dropped like everyone has just dropped him the bank that he was using, J.P. Morgan, they've like completely severed ties. Or like, we're, you cannot use this bank anymore. He's been kicked off of Twitter and Instagram. It's pretty wild. Yeah, pretty unstable character. Well, you know um, what I say to that? To say the idiots, least. idiots love to bury gods. What does that mean? I don't know. It just oh. seemed appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah. I was wondering, like, clearly there's some sort of mental oh imbalance. Of some sort. I, I want to tread carefully and not say something that I, you know, make light of of uh, mental health issues. But there's clearly some sort of imbalance happening here, right? Right. And it's yeah. No, kind I, I, of, it's. I think that's obvious. I think everyone's on the same page on that one. Like, I'm pretty sure, and I, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty sure he's like medicated or should be medicated or under medicated. Or, or yeah, but he's like meant there's... meant to be medicated, but he might not be mm. taking his medication. Mm. Right. But it's um. um quite fascinating to see someone of that stature kind of fall apart at the seams on such a like massive scale and just the way that like media propagates these days it's kind of insane to see him go on all these talk shows and like and just say this stuff <laughs> it's, it's yeah it's crazy it's he's he's um yeah i don't even know what to say about it it's just it's kind of a fascinating fascinating it's kind of the uh, it's, fascinating it's kind of story 
it, it, it's the downside to the way our society is set up right now. It's like you have this like spotlight that you can shine on any single human being. And then when you're like famous, it's like you don't have to, a say in when that spotlight is shone on you. Mm. And then when things are going wrong, everyone's there to like, you know, everyone's a judge on that on that panel. And it's just yeah. fucking unfortunate for him because he's going through some clearly a shitty time. And like clearly a very he's also time. doing terrible things and saying awful things. And so it's just like it's just not a good time for the guy. I have this really funny sort of like side note that kind of reminds me of this is like there's a there's a person that I know who recently got keep caught cheating on his girlfriend mm. and now he's like victimized himself as like he's like oh no one likes me anymore because I'm a piece of shit and he's like he's all depressed and shit and I'm like you did this you <laughs> you did this you chose to yeah. do this and now this yeah. is happening and it's like yeah. these are the consequences of your actions and yeah. those are things that should be happening to you it's like this isn't happening to you it's happening because of you so right mm-hmm. you know so it, it, that's a little bit how i feel about kanye at the same time there's clearly like you say a mental health aspect to it so it's like you can't give them all the but it's like you know take your fucking meds bro like everybody you know and i know that it you know that's easy to say it's like when andrew tate's like just drink just be less homeless you're like yeah okay <laughs> but, be less homeless yeah like that one i'm pretty sure this the girl was joking with this video that was like um if you're homeless just buy a house just yeah like so obvious i don't understand um yeah anyways i didn't want to like do a super deep dive on it. i just want to touch on it briefly and say that kanye i, I think has officially been canceled um and then the last thing i wanted to touch on was the british prime minister um i don't know if you heard about this liz truss i think her name was mm-hmm. um she came to power like six weeks ago and is already resigning yeah yeah they have a, there was there's a lot of like the prime minister memes yeah, so many good memes. So many fucking hilarious memes about her. Just like showing up to work and then fucking up the economy. I don't even know if she did or not, but she was in office for like six weeks and I think she came in full of piss and vinegar and then like out of nowhere is like, I'm actually resigning now, so good luck, everybody. Did you see how they... Uh Someone said that, that she wouldn't last longer than a piece of lettuce, and then they had a piece of lettuce, and then they would dress it up with like, <laughs> like a suit and all that stuff, and see how long it would, uh, it would last. That's and it did funny. last longer than <laughs> than she. Did. That's pretty awesome. Way yeah. to go, internet. Um, Way to go. Yeah, I know. I just thought it was funny that um, Britain sounds like they're really going through it right now. And yeah, I it's like who gives a fuck? I don't, I don't care. Does it matter? No, like, it doesn't. I just thought it was funny that she lasted six weeks. Yeah. No. Um, it, 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 yeah. It's. I don't know. It's going to probably cost. They're going to be talking about how much it costs, and yeah. So, you yeah, know, it's no, going to be a, a fucking six million dollar mistake or some stupid shit like that. And mm-hmm. anyway, you know, hey, Britain, if you're having problems um, with your prime minister, just vote me in. I'll do it for longer than six weeks. Pretty sure she gets like a wild pension too over the rest of her life. How sick is that? Dope. I want to um, f- go to a job for six weeks and have like a hundred grand pension every year for the rest of my life. I, I will, I will do double I down on the statement I just made where I want to be elected to the Can British I be prime minister. your junior vice prime minister? I think we should be co-prime ministers. We should oh, be the world's we could first share the office. same-sex co-prime ministers. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we'll, um, we'll sort the place out. Look, everybody knows if you want a problem solved, you all solve it. Bring it to the wrong guys, right? Mm. That's right. We fix shit. We fix shit. Remember, That's we correct. fixed fucking. We fixed everything. We fixed a lot of things. Let's fix something I, now. What are, just, why don't we fix something I right now? Just fixed homelessness like three minutes ago. It's true. You did. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Does Remy perhaps might have something for us to fix? Oh, actually, that's a <laughs> to fix. I don't know if you will, but um, so this is something that's uh, that's like a. That's what you call a segue. I I think Ooh. about this stuff all the time. Okay, because it pisses right. me off in a sense, and. Marty, you've worked in the industry. Um, Alex, oh. you might have a different point of view. Now, listen. Consi- this is, this is the, the, the sentence I have right now. Am I going to get fired up about it? Oh, you're going to get fired up. Considering these uh, difficult financial times and that this is not a common practice in a lot of other countries, is our tipping culture becoming weird? Mm. Mm. Okay. I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Marty, maybe you should open the floor because you did, uh, you did live um, on tips for a long time. I did, yeah. I spent a, I'm 10 years, roughly, uh, on and off. Like I didn't always just do that, but I always sort of had at least a foot 
in that industry. Sometimes I had a couple jobs at the same time, but I've spent, I would say, a good 10 years in uh, bars and restaurants. Um, and in North America, mm-hmm. that's, you know, tips are, um, I guess, expected. It's part of the hospitality culture in, in this, I think it's really only North America. I think it's really only Canada and the U.S. Where people are, tipping is, is expected or it's customary. When you go out for a meal, you're expected to leave something behind for your server or bartender. I'm pretty sure everyone who listens to this podcast knows what tipping is. I think we could just skip straight to the part where you tell us how you feel about tipping. Well, it's it's, I (laughs) I don't feel one way or another. Like if I got paid more, then I wouldn't care about getting tips. Right. But I don't. So the fact is, whenever you are like, I think I've heard that in the U.S. it's even worse. Like there are some places in the United States, like today. Where your um, hourly wage is like three dollars or three fifty an hour, yeah, and my, you're expected yeah. to like the rest you make up in tips. So my, you're yeah. living wait like you're like if you have a shit day and no one comes in or nobody tips, and you work a twelve hour day, that's thirty six dollars. Like um, how does that fucking make any sense? No, and it's and, it's, yeah. it's it's ridiculous. To, anyway, that's a whole other can of worms that the, of what goes on in the states. But you know, thankfully. Minimum wage in Canada is a little bit higher, especially in BC. I think it's what are we, fifteen, fifteen hour or something? Something like that. I don't know. It's a bit more than fifteen, I think. So that's your your base. And then most restaurants I worked at, thank were I was fortunate enough to have even a couple extra dollars um as my starting wage. And then obviously you make up the rest in, in cash tips for the most part. But I don't I don't really feel like it's just part of the culture in North America. I've I've been to other places that, like in Europe and Australia where tipping is not customary at all people don't expect it like but everything costs a little bit more but it's just not part of their culture for whatever reason i mean i'm sure there's sorry go ahead yeah here here's the way i see it is it's like i go to a restaurant and then i pay like 15 dollars for my food and then the restaurant makes me pay my server's wages on top of that Mm -hmm. and it's like that's not the server's fault no, no, it's the it's I'm never I'm not blaming the server. I'm blaming the the system that you've got built in. It's, it's like I'm not saying it's the, a good or bad system. It's it's unfortunate that that's the like, way it works for sure. The idea of tipping is supposed to be like if somebody did an exceptional job, you throw them an extra couple of bucks on the side. It's like here's you got your, you know, you you took what you had to do mm-hmm. and you did it perfectly well, and then you did it so well that I want you to have a little extra money on the side that you don't have to get taxed on, right? To me, that makes a lot of sense. Depending on, on where you work, yeah. Sometimes your tips end up on your paycheck and you, you get taxed, but the principle is... The, the, the yeah, but, the, but I'm saying the principle of it in my mind was yes. that, is like yes. that you have this, like, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to do a phenomenal job. It's not what's expected of me. It's not what's necessary, but mm-hmm. I'm going to do it more so. And then if I do a really good job, people will be impressed and they'll, and they'll you know, I'll, I'll get sort of like a, a little extra bonus on top of that. It's right. become the norm, and I think that's fucking bullshit. And then because of that, like you said, like in some places they lower the salary because they know that people are making enough money on their mm-hmm. tips alone. And so now all of a sudden, customers are paying for their food and for the um, the uh, servers. But here's the other thing: it's like it's so fucking bullshit. It's like, dude, we used to. I used to deliver office furniture to people's houses. We used to like take our shoes off and like hump desks upstairs and shit and when we'd be there people would be like oh hey while we've got the movers here I need a fridge moved out of the basement and we'd be like yeah I guess we'll do it and we'd do all this extra work and we'd never get fucking tips and it was bullshit because I was like you'd tip the guy who brings you a cardboard box to the front door and never even comes in just because it's got a fucking pizza in it and it's like again it's like pay your pay your staff and I'll pay for the food and then if it doesn't work you don't get to have a fucking restaurant anymore there are some places I know in in (laughs) (laughs) um i think there's a spot in ottawa i forget what it was called i remember reading about it a while ago that that switched to a no tip uh format yeah and the the trade-off was everything costs a little bit more but the servers and and cooks and uh front of house back of house staff all make like whatever it was 22 or 23 bucks an hour that's wild that's way too much money you're making way too much money i'm sorry that's not you're you don't deserve that much money what? Uh, you don't. I, you're fucking, your job is simple. You don't deserve $22 an hour. Do you but know how much the, work I've done for like $15 an hour? But who's, and it's like, <laughs> who's fault I'm sorry, is you, that? you make too much money. No, you, you know what you're doing? You're, you're, bri- you're bringing up the cost of everything. That's what you're doing. It's like <laughs> no, bread if, is fucking $9 now because you make $23 an hour. It's if bullshit. The, if the owner decides to pay his waitstaff $22 an hour. No. 
No, because then everyone else expects it too. And then you walk around the world thinking no, you're entitled to $30 an hour. They don't make any tips though. So? I don't make any tips. Well, whose problem is that? You should have gone to work at a restaurant then. Dude, I make less than $22 an hour by a <laughs> margin that is fucking phenomenal. I, and I don't, I don't get tips. I don't see the issue. Guns if, pointed at my face. If a small business owner decides he wants to pay his wait staff and his uh, back of house staff $22 to $25 an hour, I do not see the problem with that. I, I see a lot of problems with that on like a larger think, scale than just one I restaurant. I think as a small business owner, if that's what you decide you want to do, you could obviously fire people who show up just for the paycheck. Dude. And you make sure you're able to, to you know, build a strong enough team that deserves that money. And you don't have to worry about this tipping culture thing. And I don't, I don't really, if it's, you're a small, but you do whatever the fuck you want. You could pay them 40 bucks an hour if you wanted to. Like what, what, I don't see how that affects anyone else. It, it affects everybody. It affects society as a whole. Like, have you seen the price of living in a place? Yeah. It's like, that's because, that's because money. Like, that's because too much no, money. I, it's, I understand that. It's, it, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you're, it's, you're being but overvalued. The, this is a participation. The way right that, now. the way that, th- I, this is spe- a specific issue to the hospitality industry I'm, I'm referring to right now. If you, I, no, I, you, have, I you can make $15 an hour at any restaurant or, and you can go make 15 bucks an hour at any bar restaurant as your starting wage. Yeah. And then you're depending on people to come in and leave you more money to take home, to bump that up to 20 to 25 to 30 to sometimes $40 an hour, more than half of which is tax free in some cases. Cause it's cash. You don't or, earn, you don't deserve that much money, but you're getting sorry, it anyway. I, no, no. I, and I'm not trying to disparage anyone who does like serving or, or bar staff or anything like that. I'm just saying it's, it's like, that's not how much money nurses make. Do you know what I mean? It's like you don't I, have an education to be doing it. It's not a thing that deserves $30 an hour. I'm not saying that you're Maybe. wrong, but that's just the way that the thing that's just the way things are set up right now. Yeah, but then people who it's aren't terrible. getting tips and making $15 an hour can't afford to go to restaurants. Yeah, so, I don't if the cost of the cost of food going up, I don't think is because servers make more than, you know, make $30 an hour tax free. What are you going to say? Right? I don't. I don't normally interject, but like when it comes to to <laughs> wrong guys, yeah, Alex, I think you're a little wrong here. <laughs> well, you're I'm willing to accept wrong. that. So you're you're like it, what I'm seeing in you right now is that you're so frustrated by the fact that you don't actually get good pay that you're willing to drag everybody else down with you. Listen, there's a lot of money at the top. There's a ton of money. There's enough money for everyone, right? The price of bread going up. Like if 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 people started paying you better and, and employees better, they'd be able to afford uh, that high cost of bread. It's a, it's a definitely a, like an interesting balancing act. But like if you got paid better, you'd be able to afford the rising price of stuff. The rising price Look, of stuff isn't because one restaurant decides to to pay his his waiting staff more than the rest. A lot of people are like barely scraping by by. The, with the minimum wage, right? They can't afford. Um, they're like, you know, what I'm trying to say, right? There's like, there's tons. Yeah, of yeah, debt, no, I get you. Um, in the lower class of of uh, of of people who have these these lower wages, and um, it's it, it's yeah. What I'm trying to say is that there's a lot of money at the top, and it's not trickled down to uh, the people who make everything work um, together. Right. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think the work the you know the quote unquote working class here is is what's truly driving up the cu- the price of bread. Like I don't I don't it, I don't think they're the ones responsible for everything. Okay. I'll I'll tell expensive. you what I'm basing that off of and then maybe you can see if see if I'm still like way off the mark or if I at least my logic makes a lot of sense. When I first moved to the town where you live, I was making $10 an hour and I was like pretty mm-hmm. stoked on it because I could afford to live there at $10 an hour. And then they started bringing the minimum wage up and everything got more expensive. And as the minimum wage kept going up, things kept getting more, more and more and more expensive. And so by the time I, when I first got there, the average price of a room to rent in a house was $250. So if you had a four bedroom house, it would go for $1,000. And you could afford to live on minimum wage, being a ski bum, having a good time, buying groceries at the grocery store, you know, not really limiting yourself. And, and going out and partying and having a good time on like a, you know, fairly decent wage. By the time I left, like, you know, like you're living there now, you guys have a really smoking deal, but the average cost of a room there is about six or $700, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe even more. So how did, yeah. how did that inflation happen? Did it happen because 
you know, and it's not just there, but it's, it's in a lot of places and it's as, and, and the, but the, the, the minimum wage only went up from $10 to $15, which is insane. That's a 50% increase. Right. But it's like, yeah. it didn't, it didn't make the people have more money. It made every, everything more expensive and it made the people have less money because now your $15 doesn't get you a room anymore. Right. So now you have to share a room with somebody else. So it's like, you're making more money, but you have, you can buy less with it. And yeah, that's, but- that's the problem I'm saying is it's like the more you give people money, the more the things get expensive because they're like, well, everyone here makes $22 an hour. The, you know, Fort Mac is a great example of it where if you work at Tim Hortons, I think the starting wage at Tim Hortons, like this is probably five years ago, was $23 an hour. Well, it's like your, your room in Fort Mac is $1,400 an hour. So it's like that guy still can't even afford to fucking live there. So you're not really fixing the problem. You just keep driving the floor into the ceiling. It's like you're just squeezing the minimum, the, the middle class into the tiniest little fraction. I don't think it's the solution. The solution isn't to give more people money. And, and to get back to what I was saying about tipping in specific is it's like I see it as highlighter on a page, right? If you're doing a particularly good job, I will highlight that word. And that, that entire page will be white and then one word will be yellow. And then when we look at that page, I'll go, that yellow word is special, right? Because that moment was important to me. And so I gave you a dollar or three dollars or whatever because you did a phenomenal job. You remembered that my kid said he didn't like whatever and then you made the chef move the broccoli to one side of the plate and the chicken to the other side. Whatever, right? That's a phenomenal job. If I tip everybody all the time, it's like grabbing a highlighter and just putting highlighter on the entire page. Now nothing's fucking special anymore and everybody gets a participation ribbon. That's what I'm saying when I'm saying that you don't deserve $22 an hour for being in the dish pit at a restaurant. It's like that's not, you're not doing a job that, that is valued at $22 an hour in today's society. It's like you should be making the minimum for that job because it's a simple, and I, again, I'm not trying to disparage, but I'm just saying it's like skill-wise what you're walking into it with and, and the amount of training that it takes to do that job is a minimum, is a, it's a job for teenagers, right? That's what it should be. That's what I'm saying is it's like you need to have those jobs that exist Sounds so that teenagers have- disparaging to me. Well, no, it's, I'm not saying it's a shitty job. I'm saying it's a job that's simple to do. It's like you, you need to have some simple jobs that are low paying so that teenagers have something to do. Do you understand? And then, and then some jobs that are slightly higher paid for people who are doing a little bit more skilled work and so on and so forth. And then you have this bracketed system of value where you're working really hard and earning money that's equal to the amount of work that you're putting in and the amount of skill that you have at that job. If you are the world's best whatever, garbage man, or the world's best concrete worker, or the world's best mason, or the world's best server, it's like you should be paid for that, not for just being a concrete layer or a whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it, there, There's no incentive. It's like everyone's getting fucking, everyone's making $45,000 a year to like, you know, remember, like, it's like you're allowed to take notes. It, I, like, I, I'm not, like, again, I'm not saying it's a, sh- it's a, it's a, it's a, a lesser job. It's like everything's important. I'm just saying is it's like that you have to be really good at it in order to deserve to be tipped. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, I heard a story or there was a story about a small restaurant. I could probably find it actually a small restaurant in Vancouver somewhere. Um, who was having, during the pandemic, the pandemic wreaked havoc on the hospitality industry for a multitude of reasons. But this, this restaurant yeah. in particular um, was having a hard time finding, finding um, someone to come be their dishwasher. Um, the dishwasher doesn't exclusively wash dishes. I should uh, clarify, like there's a lot of prep work that, it, in most of, if not all the kitchens that I've worked or restaurants that I've worked in, um, Dishwashers don't just show up to wash dishes. There's a, a range of duties, but sure, you know the, the bulk of what you're doing is washing dishes during service, and cleaning and tidying and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, they were having a hard time filling a role or filling that role in their small restaurant um, to the point where the owner was like, "You know what? This is crazy. I need like we dishwashers are crucial for <laughs> the operation yeah, yeah, of yeah. a good dinner service. It's a um, super important job in the it's kitchen. It's crucial, um, especially in small restaurants." Um, they were so desperate to find someone to come in and work for them either halfway through the pandemic or I can't remember when it was exactly, but it was in those two sort of bad years of the, uh, of the pandemic. And he eventually just put up a posting being like, fuck it. I'm offering $50,000 yearly salary to, um, shit. to, for this position because he wasn't getting any replies to the job posting. 
And then finally he was like, fuck it, I need one so bad. 50 grand a year to come be a dishwasher in my restaurant. He got like hundreds, if not hundreds of resumes. <laughs> like the same week and was able to like pick and choose the best one that he wanted. But I think there's just, I guess the point I'm trying to make with that anecdote is that there's like, uh, I don't know. The, I, I, I'm not sure, I'm not smart enough or well-versed enough to know what is the fundamental issue that sort of is driving the cost of living up. All I hear is people talk about rising interest rates and the the Federal Reserve and Bank of Canada have risen the interest rate another half point. I don't fucking know what any of that shit means. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. I don't know what it means for homeowners. I don't know what it means for business owners. All I know is I'm just working for my weekly or whatever, bi-weekly paycheck, and I'm trying to survive on my own. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Maybe I should know more. But I, I've, fundamentally, I know that everyone's talking about inflation, and I, I can see that the cost of goods, and I, I've experienced the cost of living going up as well in the last, whatever, two to five to ten years. Like We can all see this, this chart of the cost of living heading up and heading into the more expensive um, side of the, the scale, I guess. Um, and I don't know what's making things more expensive. And I don't know if it's the fact that um, people are making more per hour, minimum wage has gone up. I understand what you're saying. I understand that a dishwasher isn't, quote unquote, worth $50,000 a year. But yeah. at a certain point, there needs to be a balance where people need, because everything is so fucking expensive, it's not that dishwasher's responsibility to like, you know, if he's got an opportunity to, to come make 50 grand to afford a life for him and presumably his family because everything's so fucking expensive, especially yeah. in Vancouver. Then like, I, I don't, you know, good on him okay. for getting that $50,000 a year job. Do you want to hear what Whether the solution is? Cause I know it. the solution. I it's have com- the solution. It's communism. No, no, we can fix it. We can fix no, this, it's right? Fucking communism. So everyone, everyone keeps saying the solution is to raise the minimum wage. And that's what we keep doing. We keep raising the minimum wage. So we have the figures here. Thank you Some to figures. producer Ramey. 1550 in Ontario, 13 in Saskatchewan, 1350 in Manitoba, 1360 in Nova Scotia, 1375 in New Brunswick, and 1370 in Newfoundland and Labrador. That's getting close to like an insane number, right? When we were kids, I remember thinking like, if I could make $10 an hour, I'll be fucking cruising. <laughs> but I, my first ever job, I was making, as a 16 year old, I think I was making 13 to wow. lifeguard. And then wow. I was making, I wanna say 15 or 16 to teach swimming lessons. And that Here's, went up like a dollar every year. So by the end yeah. of it, I did it for five years. I think I was making, yeah, as a, 20, 20 year old, I was probably making like 20 or 21 bucks an hour to lifeguard. So here's the thing, uh, just on to touch on that lifeguard thing. Now lifeguards make minimum wage and there's no one who's going in to be lifeguards. They don't yeah. get, they don't get the same perks of like, you know, in, in Ottawa, um, mm-hmm. they don't get the perks of having free memberships at the gym anymore. Uh, really? Yeah. Why is just, that? Uh, I don't know. They're just desperate for lifeguards now and kids just don't go into it because it's minimum wage but back in the day you had that skill you had to pass tests well you mm-hmm. still do but, oh, but they I, used I to pick and choose the best and now they don't pick and choose the best now they're just like oh you're training in being a lifeguard and a, and a swimming less uh, a swimming teacher then you got the job but they're desperate for, for, for jobs everywhere probably because people are looking for better paying jobs well I would argue like dishwasher yeah, I would I would argue that um, a lifeguard might maybe in my books would be financially valued slightly higher than a dishwasher. Oh, for sure. If you're a 16 year old who goes through all the oh, bronze I'm, cross I'm, and the bronze medallion and everything, I you deserve an extra that, say dollar or so over the nearest fucking. No, I I McDonald's don't disagree with that kid, at all. Right? I don't disagree with that. But here's okay. I'm no, just no, saying so here's, it's it's not the dishwasher's fault that everything is so much more expensive than he's making 15 bucks an hour. No, but it's also not, say, the person who sells their house in a booming economy's fault if the booming economy Whose continues. Whose fault is it? It's, here's, the, here's, the, here's the solution, right? So we, this is what I was going to say. It's 
you have this you have this this theory that we just need to put more pocket more money in people's pockets and it's like that ain't the solution more money just makes everything more expensive it's like instead of doing that we bring down the minimum wage we make it sort of more sort of value based like i say never going to happen but I maybe even eliminate minimum wage altogether all, all because that that's a free economy that where companies are like oh maybe i could try to pay people 4 dollars an hour and then no one will show up <laughs> and then they'll have to keep bringing their price up until people show up and then it's like oh that's what this is worth uh, right? communism. if you have no minimum then people just pay what they think the job is worth and people show up if they think it's worth it, right? So that seems kind of self-regulating. I'm down how with that. How does that change? How does that lower the price of bread? That was <laughs> fucking part A of the thing, you interrupter. <laughs> I'm asking questions so you can s- seamlessly jump into part two. Part two is if everything is now no longer mandatory, it's like if you're 400 um, Loblaws employees aren't all making $22 an hour because that's the fucking minimum wage. Now all of a sudden things might might not cost as much to put on the shelves. Uh, right? might. Uh, might. And, and the point is that instead of subsidizing minimum wage like the government's trying to do, people are trying to get the federal government to subsidize minimum wage. It's like, why don't we subsidize the necessities that people have in life instead? Why don't, somewhat close to, like you say, but it's like, you know, how about bread and vegetables and fruits are subsidized by the government? So they're all very affordable by anybody on any fucking wage, right? And then the rest of your money can go to whatever the fuck you want. Because I guarantee you, the people who are saying they don't have enough money have $1,300 iPhones in their fucking pockets and are probably driving a fucking leased Tesla for $600 a month. Like, it's fucking, Hell yeah. that's the problem. The problem is you have too much money. And then you're like, well, I don't have enough to have all the things that people who have more money than me have. And it's like, well, yeah, no, of course not. Because you're not a fucking millionaire. You keep looking at millionaires thinking you should have what they have, but you don't. And so driving a Tesla and having an iPhone isn't a necessity. Fucking walk and get a flip phone. You know what I mean? And then you could afford vegetables and then you won't, you know what I mean? It's like all of these things resolve themselves if you get off your, I deserve everything high horse and just, and just chill a little bit. And it's like that $22 an hour is fucking ridiculous when you realize that all it does is make the press of bread $9. Am I being crazy? I'm being <laughs> For crazy sure. Right I'm, I'm going to send you guys a photo. And, uh, <laughs> this is what, this is how... <laughs> Uh, can I just copy paste this? Oh, come on. Show me just the photo. God, this is annoying. <laughs> I can't copy paste just the photo. Copy image. Let's try. Copy and paste. But yeah, Zoom. I think you should tip Let your servers is the point. Tip your servers is the um, consensus? If, if they're good. And then there will be an incentive to being a good server. Yeah. Um, sure. They definitely handle your food. Don't fucking, don't chintz out on servers. That's not a good idea. And again, just to sort of uh, tie back into the initial uh, question, it's it's just a weird North American hospitality culture thing. I don't know, I'm, I would be, um, there, I just sent the photo. All right, I'm looking. It would be interesting to um, find out how and where and why this, like there's obviously a history behind it. Um, I just don't know where tipping started or who started it or why um but yeah it's clearly a north american thing it's weird it's the way things are unfortunately i tend to over tip almost everywhere i go just because i spent so much time in the industry and that's how i was able to make a living um i just sort of have this i don't know what you'd call it solidarity with other industry employees and i'm like i once did what you do i know it can be really shitty i appreciate it Here's twenty percent and whatever, you know. But that's just yeah. To- I I totally overtip as well. I'm a big overtipper. Yeah. Even when I go like if I order pizza and go pick it up, I leave a tip behind because I can Ooh, see. I don't know about I, that one. I see the guys slaving away in the kitchen. I'm like, you made my food. Here's a couple bucks, man. I'm sorry. It's, it's your 20. fucking job. It's not twenty percent, dude. No, we can't be setting this precedent where we put I'm, highlighter on every word on the page. I'm I'm sorry. This it's is your what fucking job. I'm not saying obviously not everyone does this. I don't care. You shake your head all you want. I worked <laughs> in kitchens and I worked around kitchens and I work around guys who make food, guys and girls who make who slave away and make your food. If I decide that I go pick up a pizza at the pizza parlor and the guy's fucking making his thing, I leave him a couple bucks, be like, here, cheers, man, thank you for making my food. What's Dude, wrong with you, that? You 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 kitchen all, and you bar and restaurant people all, are living in a bubble. First the rest of, of all, us are doing work that's, for I our don't, salaries. I do not give a shit if you tip him or not. I'm telling you why I do it. 
I really no, no, no. don't I, care. Listen, I'm on board up to a certain point. The person who goes out of their way, who comes, the person who drives to my house to bring me a pizza, absolutely. You know yeah. what? You're in your personal vehicle. You're making a living yeah. off this shit. I get it. The yeah. person who's at work doing work, <laughs> you get the you get the money you get. Yeah. No. See, I that's where I'm. I'm. I veer. I couldn't disagree more. So that's where I'm. Just having been in that industry for for that long, I think is probably why I do things the way that I do. But. Yeah, if I go, even if I go, it's not. I'm not tipping twenty percent when I go pick the pizza up in my car. It's just an acknowledgement of like, hey, I see you slaving away in this hot ass kitchen. I've been in those hottest kitchens. I've been around the hottest kitchens. It's fucking miserable. Here's a couple bucks for you so you can go have a beer after your shift and not worry okay. about fucking this coming out of your paycheck. That way, you leave your shift at night and you go. I worked for my whatever my minimum wage, fifteen bucks an hour, slaving away in front of a hot ass oven. Oh, and I got 20 bucks extra. Sick. I can go have a couple beers on my way home. But That's then on your way home from tipping the guy who slaved away, as you said, in yeah. the hot ass kitchen, you drive by the coal mines and tip the guys who were pouring coal into a giant oven no, as well? No, because those guys are making a fucking $1,000 a day doing that. Yeah, but it's a hot ass oven, and they're they're in there. No, that's no, different. That's oh, it's so, their job, and they're getting paid. I get that's it. That's so, dude. Okay, <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna play this game, this is the dumbest fucking game. That's the dumbest example you could have ever. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on. I get what you're so saying. Dumb. We agree to disagree on that one because I wouldn't. I'm not tipping you if I come to your restaurant to eat it, it, I, to pick up my own fucking shit in my own fucking car. It's I do it because I know it goes to the kitchen. That's why I do it. So I know they sure. work hard. Sure. And they're not making $48 an hour like guys who work at the coal mine do. Like you. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then he's going to become all bougie bougie <laughs> and say the same thing as you. Why the fuck are we paying these Why would I plebs? tip the pizza guy? Why are you just making my pizza? It's his fucking job, man. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the day where you tell me you Why got a lift I? kit for your truck. Oh, uh, fuck no. Absolutely not. It's coming. I all already right, got boys, 20s you- on there. I don't, need, I don't need more. That's fine. I got I got two options for you. You guys want to do a, a a movie, a three minute movie, or do you guys want to um, get a definition for a weird word? Ooh, oh, you, you got do, Marty? you've got a word this time. Well, I'm on uh, a word generator. I can do that for both of you guys. Oh, I or don't I can, care. No, you know what? You're the word of the day guy. You can do it. I just want if, if we're gonna do a um, three minute movie, fucking whatever you something. want, man. You're the one pulling the strings here. Let's do let's do a three minute movie. It sounds we'll, like you want to we'll do a three minute movie. I don't want to do shit. What did you think of the photo I sent? <laughs> this by is the way? work for me. No I one's can't tipping click on me. it. I'll have to click on it after. Okay, well it's just it's the it's the screenshot of Charlie Day and it's always sunny in Philadelphia with the um, he's got like <laughs> the the cork board behind him with all these papers on it and the red string and he looks fucking psychotic. <laughs> he's like trying to explain something. Yeah, yeah. That anyway, was me like 10 minutes ago. That was you 10 minutes ago. Fair enough. The cost uh, my, of bread. My, my apologies if I made anybody The garbage men are making too much money. Yeah. Bread. I, <laughs> and you, here's the funny thing. You know uh, as well as I do that my dream as a child was to be a garbage man. Yeah. Uh, and then just they, to, and then, ta- to add to that, um, I was having a chat the other day and we were, I decided, or did decide, but it came to the conclusion, I guess, that it's not even a conclusion. It's like a realization that medical health professionals, for the most part, at least like frontline or, or I don't know, like people who aren't neurosurgeons making half a million dollars a year. Sure. I'd say medical health professionals, nurses, nurses, aides, um, that sort of thing. Um, teachers. And what was the other one? There was a third one that I was like, all of these people are like fundamentally undervalued and underpaid. Mm. In the grand scheme of things, was it soldiers? No, it was definitely not soldiers. Fuck, what was it? Ugh, it'll come back to me. But yeah, at, at the very least, nurses and teachers for sure. Yeah, the fact that some—I know it's worse in the U.S., but the fact that in some states in the U.S., teachers are expected to buy their own supplies for their students at the start of the year because there's no money in the budget for them that they have to go out at the start of the school year and buy supplies so they can teach. That's fucking insane. Anyway, teachers should make more money. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Kay. Tip your teachers. Tip your teachers. No, don't tip them. They're just fucking doing their job, man. Why would I tip yeah. my teacher? 
Well, if they go above and beyond and buy their own supplies so their kids can have pencils Again, in their classroom. I'm, the tipping culture is is weird. I don't know where it came from. It's it's just the way that it is. Doesn't make doesn't mean it makes doesn't have to make sense. Are those it does the not most have to harmful the harm the most harmful word, words to the human development is because that's the way it's always been. That's the way it's always been. Definitely doesn't make it's sense. A one, okay. Two, three minute movie. I love your, your brash walk in tired. there. That was awesome. So the words are accurate rehabilitation. Accurate rehabilitation. Oh, Jesus. And go. I mean, naturally, what we're thinking about at this point is like, uh, I'm, I'm thinking on like a robotic level. We're like, because it's accurate, it's like, it's like something's, some, how about you have like uh, your, the bottom half of you cut off and then the rehab involves like some, uh, like the, the like a robot being put in in place. Maybe I hate it's like, these words, by the way. I don't like them at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just in a bad mood. No, I we don't, talked about I'm we talked shit about tipping. rehabilitation. <laughs> hey man, I made I made a lot of money off the backs of schmucks who tipped me for ten years. Um, um, anyway, accurate yeah, rehabilitation. You, this sounds like yeah, it's definitely sci-fi. Um, uh, I don't know. Who, who who plays the main character? Who's the who's the who's the lead in Sasha Baron Cohen? Oh, in a serious oh. role. Oh no, I don't like Sasha Baron Cohen okay, in a fine. serious role. Um, no, no, no. Let's let's do it anyway. Matthew Perry. Oh, in a serious role. Matthew Perry and Sasha Baron Cohen. Okay, Daniel Day Lewis in a serious role. No, no, I, I liked Matthew Perry and Sasha Baron Cohen. Maybe okay. Daniel Day Lewis can be the surgeon. Yes. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is the um, the first. And then Matthew Perry voices the legs. <laughs> Accurate rehabilitation. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the poster for a movie like this would, would look like. Uh, well, so are we agreed Coming on robotic to legs? Theaters near you. Accurate rehabilitation. I was are, thinking more. It's like a sniper, an army sniper. It used to be the best, the best okay. in, the, in the biz. Who okay. Fucking lost his. Uh, I don't know his verve. He doesn't have doesn't have the snipe anymore. He's lost no, his okay. eye. I Something th- happened to him, and he doesn't. He can't snipe anymore. He he's got the yips. Yeah. So they need to okay. rehabilitate him into like the top sniper that he used to be. He always pulls left on the trigger, and, and he's then like, here's the movie. Okay, Jay, we're changing it up. It's fucking Mark Wahlberg. Okay, Mark Wahlberg is the lead because uh, he seems to be in a lot of these types of movies. Yeah, yeah, and he's there. Yeah, the movie the the poster is him holding a giant fucking rifle. If, and then yeah. there's him looking one way, and then like juxtaposed behind him, there's Daniel Day Lewis looking the other way, and in right. between them there's a bright, either bright green or bright red crosshair. Ooh, then, it's got to be red, yeah. Okay, and then maybe accurate rehabilitation. Is there? And, okay, um, I see what you're saying. So he's like he was the number one, and then he got he 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 something happened. Something to him. happened to him, and now he pulls left every time he pulls the trigger. And he can't hit, hit any of his marks anymore. And then, and then he, yeah, he killed someone by mistake. Let's maybe that's what Ooh, it was. Ooh, yeah. And and there's um, I, yes. Now he hesitates. He hesitates too much. And, it, and then he goes yeah. through. I'm I'm picturing like a Mr. Miyagi moment where they have like a, uh, there's like a a montage of him like relearning how to not hesitate. And they have all these like things, they, all these like exercises. Oh, that's our 30 minutes on the tips. That was three um, minutes. No, that was three minutes on the movie. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> well, we get another bonus minute because we, we changed courses halfway through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was just trying to picture some of the like some of the montage things that they're doing where he's like, I, I, it's just like stupid little things where it's like he has to like, uh, I don't know. You, I don't know. I can't I can't think of anything where you maybe pull the. <laughs> You pull the the tablecloth out from the table and leave oh, all the cutlery like a, on the. That was yeah. like a tra- weird training ex- un- and he keeps throwing all, yeah. exercise. Exactly, and then eventually yeah. by the end he's like, and da- "Is and Daniel Day Lewis the trainer? He's the one." Yeah, who's yeah, yeah. Dan- yeah. Okay, yeah. And he just keeps yelling at him. It's not good enough. Again, again, do it again. It's not yelling good again, <laughs> again. Yeah, this is. And then they reset the table. It takes yeah. like forty minutes to reset the table, and then there's and then he- there's like the mandatory scene of them like doing some weird. Um, uh, I don't know, like meditative retreat in the woods somewhere. Where they have to like go and like he has to go like hunt a deer or something. Yeah, to like with a with a knife like, as practice. 
No, yeah. with the gun. It's like because he's a sniper. No, no, it's no. You're not ready for the gun again. You have to go backwards. Mm. Go back to the knife. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then Start build the your way. You have to earn right. the gun. Right. You have to rebuild yourself from from. That's the right. And then there's I, a scene where they're they're um, what's his name? Daniel Lewis has been riding him the whole time, and there's kind of like this weird tension. Yeah. Where he's like, he's like, God, I fucking hate this guy. He's such a fucking hard ass. Um, but it's kind of working a little bit. And then there's a scene where they're, it's nighttime and they're camping out and they're both sitting around the fire and all you can see is their faces like dimly lit by this, by the fire, the firelight. And Daniel Day-Lewis turns, they're having a chat, like a quiet moment. He turns and he says, not bad kid. <laughs> and that's all it takes. And then that, that kind of lights the spark. He's there. And he's, he's like, back in. he's like, that's when he knows he's like, I'm doing the right thing. We're getting closer. And then that he wakes up the next morning and he kills the deer with a knife. And then they just keep going until he, it's the, it's the turn the page moment. And yeah. then all of a sudden he gets really good at piano. They're like, they're doing piano <laughs> for like finger technique. Yeah. And, and he, yeah. and then he has a vision. He goes back to war and he's really nervous, but he has a vision, an epiphany. And it's the child of, he killed a child, by the way, I've decided. Of course. Yeah. Played by Sasha Baron um, Cohen. <laughs> it was his own child. The, a child. He killed his own child played by Sasha Baron Cohen. Played by Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. A young Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, the child Full comes, <laughs> the child comes to him in a vision and says, it's okay, father, I forgive you. Ooh. Now, now go get him kid or whatever. <laughs> and, then he, and then he, and then he fucking one shot, boom, snipes the bad guy. The whole thing explodes. The world is saved. Isla Fisher sucks his dick. Yeah. Um, and then that's the end of the movie. Way to go, Mark Wahlberg. You did and it again. And then Daniel Day Jones was, <laughs> Daniel Day Jones? Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Was never there. He, he his, was, his robes just collapse onto the ground. Yeah, like Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. Like Obi-Wan Kenobi in the, whatever it was, Return of the Jedi. Um, and so it's called uh, Accurate Rehabilitation. <laughs> yeah. Um, the tagline is, Something about one shot. Yeah, or or you oh <laughs> you've only got one shot to see this movie. <laughs> Some stupid shit like that. Nice. This that's movie good. is a bullseye. Um There you go. Well you know what, Marty? Yeah, for for like not being down for those two words, you made a I wanna go see this movie for the last <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't know. I've I think the sci fi angle, I was thinking too hard about sci fi. Yeah. I just, yeah, I was yeah, we were odd, off on a on a it's an odd Maybe. movie title. And then once I, yeah, the Mark Wahlberg angle really kind of. I'm, I'm, I was heading in a Robocop direction. So yeah, you're, I'm, I'm happy you took Sweet. over there. Right. Well, there you uh, go. Three minute movie. I did have, do you want to hear real quick um, the names that I had for us? I don't know if it matters anymore. Sure, it doesn't yeah. matter. I was going to say that is Marty Adamovich. I am Alex Dagger. There is Ramey Pickett. Those are three famous knife throwers, and that makes us the wrong guys. Oh, because we did the knife throwing That's right. thing last week. Right. Yeah. I don't know what any of those names are. One of those guys <laughs> is named last name is Dagger, and I think that's a very appropriate name for a knife thrower. Hmm. Is that his stage name? Interesting. I assume. I assume <laughs> it's a stage name. Um, but, uh, yes. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, sorry, I'm just scrolling on Reddit. I'm looking for an unpopular opinion to discuss quickly, but I, I don't know. I should have prepared better for this. Oh, we said, um, we, I don't know. Do you want to talk about the, um, yeah, we could talk about a couple things. We got a couple things we could talk about real quick at the end of the show here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because I said I wanted to explain why we missed a week the other week, but I don't know if that's boring or not. Oh, which reminds me, I've, I forgot to upload the episode yesterday, so I'll do that tonight. Okay, perfect. Whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone. Sorry. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we, it doesn't matter if we talk about why we missed a week. That's kind of, it's kind of boring now. Um, oh, right. No, I think you can, you can gloss over it really quick. There were some interesting little tidbits yeah, in that. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay. So I was, I was just saying, uh, Ramey, you, you weren't there when we talked about it last week, were you? What? I, evidently not. Um, so I was talking to Marty about what I was doing when we missed that week, when I went to go do Op4 for that PLQ course. So I had to go do um, the I was a I was a bad guy in the field basically. So like all these dudes who are like in a leadership course, they do like field phase. So they do like they have to put together like um, missions. So they have like a, a base and then they leave and they have a four hour window in which they have to leave and do 
um, like a mission and then come back to the base. And there's a bunch of like actors. There's a bunch of like, uh, they call them Kalyan actors. And they're hired to show up and like be part of these scenarios. And so there's like villagers and there's like rebels in the area and there's all this other shit. And there's this, you know, this, the, the area that we work in is all like suited for this. So there's all these like roads and there's a, there's an actual like base that's got like fences all around it. And there's like towers and shit that they can, you know, like crow's nest towers that they can shoot out of and stuff. And then they go out and they try and like rescue the villagers from the bad guys or whatever, try and do all, all kinds of random things, put up vehicle checkpoints, things like that. Um, and then we, as uh, the op for, or short for opposition force, uh, show up and just try and fuck their shit up. So basically, we showed up, and for a whole week, we were out camping in the field, and they gave us um, rifles and like literally an unlimited amount of blank ammo. And they were like, "Don't bring any of it back. Just fucking go, go ham." And as you know, we use uh, restricted rifles, so we have a full auto setting. So basically for a whole week, we were just going full auto on these poor, these people are being evaluated on their leadership skills. So they're like trying to put together something like serious, like a, you know, like a vehicle checkpoint or whatever. They have to like put out equipment and then have like, we would drive through with vehicles and they have to like inspect our vehicles and us and all this other shit. And we're just like ambushing them and we have like radios so we can talk to each other and like, oh, they're over here. And then we, you know, we're, we're fucking their whole days up. Meanwhile, there's people walking around with clipboards, like watching what they do. And, and we're just making their lives so fucking hard. And it was so much fun, dude. I would do it again in a minute. That so. sounds amazing. You so gonna, you could just shoot anybody yeah. anytime? <laughs> Even the clipboard Anybody, guy. anytime. <laughs> yeah. how many, did you say how many kids you killed? Oh, man, dude, I murdered so many people. Wow. I fucking, I kept, um, so one of the, uh, yeah, one of the scenarios, the, the whole idea was I had to, um, I had a bunch of, um, like, people, like, were kidnapped. And I was holding a bunch of hostages. And... Um, the, the, the section that was coming through was supposed to like engage with me and try and get me to like, let the villagers go. And my instructions. So I had a radio and, and the, the person who's like leading the whole thing and like, um, evaluating the, the students was like, just, just kill, um, kill one of the, uh, the, the, um, hostages. hostages and then try and get them to like engage with you and get them to like put your rifle down and like arrested or, or whatever, essentially. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I, I grab one of the actors and I like drag him on the ground, like back to my van, take him out back, just fucking put a bunch of rounds in him. These are blank rounds, obviously. And we're, you know, it's all done safely in case you're wondering, but put a bunch of rounds in him. The section does nothing. They do nothing at all. They just sit there and stare. They like move to the side of the road and just stand in the ditch, like watching me. These are all people dressed in full army camo with rifles of their own. And they're like full grownups and they're, they're, you know, they're like pretty high ranking. They just, they just froze. They don't know what to do. Wow. So then, yeah. So then the person who's like running the scenario is like, I guess do it again. So then I go over and I grab another hostage and I drag them back, shoot that person. Now I've got a pile of bodies accumulating. I just kept dragging people back and killing them and they did nothing until one of the dudes like was like, one of the, the hostages got away and ran behind this, the section for safety. And so I aimed my rifle directly at the section and then they all fucking shot me. And I was like, well, it's about fucking time. Jesus. I killed five people in front of you. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so it was a lot of fun. Do you know, um, like, do you know what the report card came back looking like? <laughs> uh, it was so fortunately for them, and and if I have, if we have any listeners who are about to do their PLQ, they're only graded on their leadership skills. So their tactics are not being graded. Mm. So if they do completely the wrong thing, like tactically, like something that would get everybody killed in the field, that's fine as long as they did it as as a good leader. As a team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's anyway, super interesting, it, man. It was it was really fucking fun. We got to you know we got to play basically rebels and bad guys and you know do some protesting and and you know throw I threw a bunch of apples at people and stuff. It was it was really fun. So and we had we have like sim grenades and stuff that like blow little um, they blow with like little co cartridges. You can like huck them. That's really cool. Hey, so Dude, when when you're in a room alone with these hostages, are you shooting the shit with them, or are you like full in character, fucking telling them to shut the fuck up and shooting at the at the ceiling and shit? Oh, dude, we're like, it's so funny because they're actors, right? Yeah. So we're like sitting in a room or we're like waiting for waiting for a cue or whatever. And we're like, oh, yeah, so what do you guys do in the civvy world? Oh, yeah, you guys are, oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, I have a buddy who does that. Yeah. Oh, it's time to go. Okay. Shut the fuck up, motherfucker. Back, 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 back. <laughs> I love it. I, I yeah. fucking want to do that. <laughs> that sounds dude, like a lot of fun. And, and so we always come back to this same point when we do that stuff. Like we've done it before and you go, we're a, like, this is literally a bunch of grown ups 
LARPing. We're LARPing, right? We've got like, we know, we've got the equipment, we've got the dress, we're wearing full camo and everything. And we've got literally C7 full auto rifles. These are real restricted rifles that people, people in Canada wish those didn't exist. You know what I mean? And we're running around shooting them at each other when it's blank rounds for fun. Yeah, It's man. pretty ridiculous. That sounds like a hell lots of fun. A hell lots of yeah. fun. Yeah, a hell lots of fun. So yeah, so that's what that's what that's why I missed that's why we missed a week of the podcast because I was in the I was in the field doing that. It was pretty fun. Um, did you find what you were looking for, Marty? No. Are we done yet? No. We were just going to talk real quick about Brad, I think, and then we'll call it a day. Okay. Um, yes, you mentioned Brad. So um, not to get all uh, sort of dark and gloomy and sad on everyone here, but I think it's a topic. It's an opportunity for us to address a topic that is. Um, um, I guess prevalent for you and I, or it's, it's sort of top of mind, um, near and dear to our hearts, near and dear to our hearts. So, um, we, Alex and I were, um, I guess saddened and sort of, um, yeah, just kind of, uh, really heartbroken to learn that a friend of ours or, or, or a former coworker of ours had, uh, passed away at the beginning of October. Um, he unfortunately had taken his own life and, um, I think he had a long, sort of a long struggle and long battle with uh, substance abuse amongst other things. Um, you never would have known it um, from having met or interacted with Brad. I was fortunate enough to work with him for one season um, out here at the ski resort. He was always the happiest guy to be around, super happy-go-lucky, lived to be on his skis, um, just remembered everyone that came through the lift line was always super cheery mood just like basically what i'm saying is the kind of guy you would last expect to hear this type of news about um yeah. so you know our thoughts and and uh condolences obviously go out to his family and his close friends it's a terrible news uh but it just goes to, we, we just wanted to take this opportunity to kind of um just to remind everyone that if you are going through something that there's always someone um out there that you can lean on and reach out to if it's not myself or Alex, or definitely don't do it to Ramey. That he will he definitely care. don't reach out to him. He doesn't care. He'll probably just hang up on you. Um, yeah. But for anyone who's listening to this, or any friends of of mine or Alex's, um, even if maybe we are not the number one, like your closest friend, sometimes you don't want to talk to your closest friend. Sometimes you just need a soundboard. You need someone to unload on. Um, so yeah, I think I would just like to kind of volunteer. Um, my ear, so to speak. If anyone who's listening to this or anyone that I know um, is going through something, um, to just not hesitate to reach out, if not to me, then to someone. Sometimes just a talk, a good talk is all you need. There's also loads of services available online. That I'm going to try and find the phone number, the uh, suicide yeah, good, prevention yeah. hotline. Uh, at, the, at the, you know, uh, obviously we have an email address. Uh, yeah. At the wrong guys at gmail.com and fucking mm -hmm. the wrong is it the wrong guys or the wrong guys podcast the wrong guys podcast at gmail.com yeah if you if if nobody if nobody else in your life seems like the appropriate person to talk to mm -hmm. create a fake email address yes and then email us an, an, an anonymously anonymously Yes. And we will uh, not read it on air, I promise. And we will fucking respond yeah, with, with kindness, I compassion, and that empathy. That goes without saying. Yeah. I think I, um, I've lost multiple people in my life to suicide mm -hmm. at this point. I take it fairly seriously. Mm -hmm. um, I think you do too. Yeah, of course. And, and, I, and I, it should be taken seriously. And, and so it's, you know, it's real sad when somebody doesn't see any other options, but it mm -hmm. is a permanent solution. And as Louis C.K. says, it does fix all your problems. So. <laughs> Well, now it sounds like you're just encouraging them, which is not what we're well, trying to do. I just like to sandwich things with a little bit of humor. <laughs> right, you know? of course. Like, you don't want to get too um, serious. But yeah, just again, we don't want to end on a heavy note here, but um, help is available. If not from someone that you know, um, then there's numbers you can call. I just looked it up. The Talk Suicide Canada hotline number is 1-833-456-4566. If you need to talk to someone, again, anonymously, you can do it. Um, through the use of that phone number. Um, and just to kind of quickly segue out of that into um, Movember, I guess. Movember kind of, I think it started out as a prostate cancer awareness charity or fundraiser. And it's since expanded to like um, a, a wide range of men's health issues, one of which um, is suicide. So there's a couple stats here that I found kind of 
I always knew that the suicide statistics were kind of a bit staggering when it came to men. Like yeah. men kill themselves a lot more um, or with higher frequency than than anyone else, than women. Um, I think it's something like three out of four suicides are men. <laughs> I just need um, to point out that you were like, like than anyone else as if there were multiple other groups. I, I know, mean, I guess I, there are. I was rambling a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> so globally on average, one man dies by suicide every minute of every day, which is oh an insane statistic. Um, and then the rate of male suicide is alarmingly high in Canada. Three out of four suicides are by men. Um, so yeah, just again, not to, you know, minimize suicides in general, but Movember's coming up. It's a sort of a men's health awareness month. Um, and that includes, uh, issues such as prostate cancer as well as testicular cancer, which are the two most common cancers that afflict, I think, young men, um, prostate or testicular cancer is the most common between the ages of 19 and 35, I think. Um, so yeah, just, it's, it's just a, again, we're using this unfortunate news that we had as sort of a springboard to just remind everyone to, um, get checked out, go see your doctor, talk to someone, take care of yourself. Cause if you don't, who's going to do it for you? Have a um, friend cup your balls and put their finger in your butt. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Get you know, checked as, out. as friends, it's what we should be doing for each other. Absolutely. I would cup all of your balls I would cup them at the same time. Uh, everyone's? We got, like, no, yours mine and, and Ramey's. Ramey's? Yes. One, in each hand or, like or a, four in one hand? I would be like, isn't there an old, like a, a, a scale? I'd have like a scale. Oh. I'd just put both my arms out, and then I would let you dangle somehow. You'd, have to, be, you'd have to be raised. Like you're standing. Or you lowered. Yeah, sitting oh, down, I lowered. Buddy. I could be sitting down, I guess. And then you just dip your balls and then <laughs> place them in both my hands, and I would just weigh them. Maybe gently. All, all I'm saying is, if I get you on my knee, on your knees, sorry, and Ramy puts his sack in one hand and I put my sack in the other hand, mm-hmm. we're off to a good start. Yeah, <laughs> no, I would do that for you guys. Is what I'm saying. This is a porn. I, this is a fanfic that I wrote one time. <laughs> I would do that for the both of you guys to ensure that you do not have testicular cancer. Mm. Just so you know. Well, yeah, no, you're right. We should. I, I was about to start making a joke and, and veer off a little bit, but. We should definitely um, take the time to touch your balls in the shower. It's something you're supposed to be able to do. It's something you're supposed to do often. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, we could go see your doctor. I know I'm I'm the fucking worst for that shit, I'm and so I say I am, too. but I know everyone's the worst for I'm that shit. So where bad. you're just like, ah, it'll heal. It's fine. Yeah, I've made a list, like, like a little checklist of things I need to do just in life, and I was like, I need to go see a fucking doctor. This has been yeah. a long ass time since so I've had just like a normal physical. I feel fine. But I, you, you never really know, you know. Get it done. So yeah, it just sucks, go get it but done. It's whatever. Just you know, go get your it's, blood drawn. It's their get job. Your, get your STDs done. Just get it all done. Let someone else touch your nuts Take for a change. Take care of yourself. Um, yeah. On and that that's note, that's an order. That's a wrong guy's order. <laughs> I, I think. Uh, I think we've got it. I think we we nailed it. I think we fixed tipping. Tip um, your servers. I think, do not tip the dishwasher. Do not tip the garbage man. That's right. Do not tip the coal worker. Only tip. They don't deserve it. Don't they tip the it. guy who made your pizza. Tip the no. guy who brought it to you and tip the server that remembered your name and sang happy birthday to you. That's it. Oh Those my are the God. Rules. Those are the rules. If you sing happy birthday to me, no tip. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything you want to add, Ramy? You're good? You're happy? You want to talk about your balls? No, he's already nope, started that's the a no. music. Okay. All right. Bye. Smell you later, everybody. Be kind to each other. See you next week. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Mm